With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 60,000 factories in our country. Closed, shuttered, gone. Six million jobs at least, gone. And now they're starting to come back. You see what's happening with Chrysler, with Foxconn, with so many other companies wanting to come back into the United States. But we have one particular problem, and I view them as a friend. I have tremendous respect for President Xi. This is The Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power Talk. But we have a trade deficit, depending on the way you calculate, of $504 billion. It is the largest deficit of any country in the history of our world. It's out of control. 25% for a car to go in, and we charge 2% for their car to come into the United States. That's not good. That's how China rebuilt. We want reciprocal, mirror. Some people call it a mirror tariff. Just use the word reciprocal. And there'll be a little smile on their face. And the smile is, I can't believe we've been able to take advantage of the United States for so long. So those days are over. National economic policy of Donald J. Trump after he became president of the United States. And why was a trip when you went out shopping, whether in person or online, less expensive during the Trump administration, 2017 to 2021? Well, you'll hear it's it was more expensive because of Putin. It's it's more expensive now, right? Uh, stores have to now hire security forces these days. You know, you got to pay those security forces. That drives the price up, right? You're going to hear a lot of different excuses, but we can actually go back and do an IRS audit style here because we actually got some receipts, and that means facts, and that means numbers. Now, Governor Santos rolled through Kalinga a few days ago. Uh, he was here for a private event. One reporter was allowed in, Daniel Glickich, part of our 2020 election night coverage with Alex Tavley and both with the San Joaquin Valley Sun. But Daniel's there, and now I heard uh, someone on the right been stating that DeSantis privately told corporate donors, you know, there were 60 of them, and they paid $3,300 to uh, eat and listen that they're saying that DeSantis said he's against U.S. tariffs on Chinese goods. Now, uh, a tariff is a tax or duty to be paid on imports or exports. And I really was curious about this. I read some things saying that he had said this, uh, and I needed to know this because I'm wanting to know, and you need to know, what a DeSantis national economic policy looks like. And I uh, heard Michael Maher, candidate for 21st congressional district was there 
and I talked to him this morning, and he said DeSantis DeSantis discussed the methodology used by Trump, and he said Trump didn't stop China. That's what DeSantis was saying. He said uh, during Trump's presidency, total import and trade with China actually went up. He said DeSantis said we need to recognize we need to decouple from China, and we can't no national security dependency on a foreign nation. And okay, I uh, he he told me what happened, and then I got a hold of Daniel Glickich, and uh, he got right to it, man. He he sent me a transcript uh, from the San Joaquin Valley Sun. Thank you, Daniel, for that. And uh, I'm just going to read here. Now, remember, a tariff is a tax or duty to be paid on imports or exports. And Trump, uh, man, he put those tariffs on the Chinese. Remember, everybody said it was the wrong thing to do. Turned out to be the right thing to do. Here's what DeSantis said. Quote, this is from his Kalinga visit, uh, from the transcripts from uh, Glickets at the San Joaquin Valley Sun. I think his tariffs didn't work. You posed tariffs, but there was a lot of exemptions because, quite frankly, China's the only one that makes some of this stuff. Second of all, if you're going to start a tariff or something and your idea is to create a domestic industry, well, it wasn't economical. I skipped down here. We actually ended up importing way more from China during Trump than we did under Obama than we have since under Biden. So I don't think it worked the way he claimed that it would. So I would take from that, wouldn't you, that he's he, he might lift the tariffs on China. It doesn't sound like he was saying that that's a good idea. We're having to sniff these clues out here, right? Trump recently announced his economic agenda 47 that includes tariffs against all imported goods. So rather than raising taxes on uh, American producers here, he's going to put these, let's call them taxes, tariffs on foreign producers through these tariffs of things that that come in here. And I'm trying to figure out if DeSantis stands in opposition to this. And if so, we need to question the reasoning why. And I think we would know without a doubt that Trump's tariffs actually worked. They, they did. I've talked with Ryan Jacobson in here, CEO of the Fresno County Farm Bureau. Back in the day, Fresno B, article after article after article, right? What was it talking about? Oh, it's going to be horrible, going to be horrible. No, it didn't turn out to be horrible. It turned out to be really good. But uh, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, 
plus free postage and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. We know Trump's national economic policy is a, a threat to the whole financial system. Let me take you back. Let me remind you. Pre-COVID, fourth quarter, 2019, right before the man-made lockdown would hit a few months later. Uh, For a couple of years, Wall Street had been predicting that it was going to just fail. They all said the steel, aluminum tariffs on China, on Canada, the EU is going to create this massive inflation, and it wasn't happening. Wow, these were the good old days. Listen, year-over-year inflation was hovering about 1.7%. That's the fall of 2019. The economy was strong. Let me remind you of that. We were growing with Trump's national economic policy. And the key factor of that is uh, unleashing the the energy, man. That drove down costs everywhere. And the lower energy prices, that helps uh, the low income. It helps the middle class. It helps everybody that has to work in America. And it helps the people that own the businesses that the people in America work at. And Trump knew that. We had... Food prices, year over year, inflation was 0.5%. That is steady food. And wages were up. Inflation was lower. That thing they call consumer confidence, yeah, that's in the, it's in the dismal numbers now. It was strong then. Trump's national economic policy actually worked. And, uh, they all said it wouldn't. But what happened was, with those tariffs, everything we were importing became actually cheaper. Uh, Imports from everywhere. Everything entering the United States was coming in at a lower price, and that's exactly the opposite of what they predicted they said would happen. And we had DeSantis in town, uh, very curious about uh, his comments. But then when I got them there and got to hear actually what he said, It sounds like that's going to be a different national economic policy. And you know that when you got the backers, see, Trump could make his policy be America first. There were no corporations tied around the world, even though he had business around the world. But when do we go back? Before globalism, before the military-industrial complex, is it... During the 20s, was it, Will, when, when was it an America first policy? When did it stop? When the, we started to uh, export everything, companies moving around. I would say, what, after, maybe after Kennedy got shot, I don't know. I'm just trying to pick a, in the mid-60s, it might have started. I know the 70s are really going. That's when Detroit K, the Rust Belt started, right? Uh, I guess uh, it's hard to really go back and pinpoint when the fall of Rome actually happened, right? So I'm talking about Trump and I'm talking about DeSantis and economic policies with China and how it affects us. Uh, I trust both of those men that they would not sell our country out like this current administration has with China. I mean, we, we just told China. Secretary of State Blinken went over there. And he said, oh, no, we do not support Taiwan independence. No, but what does that, out of the out of the other side of that same mouth, it's going, no, we don't support Taiwan independence. Out of the other side of the other mouth, hey, how many more billions Ukraine do you need in the name of spreading democracy, right? Look at that old jumbled, messed up uh, foreign policy, right? 
and national economic policy affects foreign policy as well, right? Uh, zero, how many zeros in the numbers that we've given to Taiwan? Oh, uh, just one zero. How many zero in the billions? Well, go ahead and count them up. Uh, China owns the Democrats, man. We know that. We even got kickbacks from Ukraine. Uh, we got bribery in Ukraine. And you're wondering why, boy, it just doesn't make any sense why we'd want to spread democracy at a time we don't have money here on our own to go over there and maybe start World War III and send them $113 billion. Well, he's all tied up in some, like, Ukrainian mafia stuff. He's probably afraid they're going to, uh, I'm sure they probably got messages, uh, right? Hey, you better watch out there. We'll, we'll JFK your son Hunter there, Joe. You know, things like that, threats from the mob. It's really getting a little messy. There's even new allegations here. While I'm talking about Trump and DeSantis and Chinese policy trade, we know Biden is sold out to China and also over in Ukraine. And listen to this. This is a Saul involves. This is really getting down and dirty. House Oversight Committee here. Whistleblowers say reoccurring unjustified delays pervaded the investigation including an authenticating a WhatsApp message in which Hunter Biden demands payment from Chinese officials, noting that his father is in the room. The whistleblowers revealed IRS investigators were told by U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf that because the evidence would be found in the guest house of former Vice President Biden, quote, there is no way, close quote, a search warrant for evidence would ever get approved. IRS whistleblowers told this committee that crucial information about the investigation was divulged to Hunter Biden's attorneys. For example, even an investigator, investigators had probable cause to search a Northern Virginia storage unit in which Hunter Biden had stored files. Attorneys for Biden were made aware prior to any search, providing them valuable time to remove any materials that could be useful evidence. Few Americans qualify for such soft glove treatment from federal investigators. Testimony shows that U.S. Attorney of Delaware David Weiss tried to bring charges in the District of Columbia around March of 2022 and was denied. Why sought special counsel status from the DOJ in the spring of 2022 and was once again denied? Listen to this next place he tried to bring charges. Why sought to bring charges in the Central District of California in the fall of 2022 and had that request denied in January of 2023. All right, there's a lot of allegations. We just need the. Hey, I want to hear those recordings that they they kept uh, talking to Hunter Biden and talking to Joe Biden. They said there were two with Joe 15 recordings with Hunter. I think that might kind of seal it, right? Right? We have to keep this going. Oh, and you will. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Sorry if I startled you. Note to self, turn mic off before moving mic real loudly. Sorry about that. Uh, we had U.S. Secretary of State Blinken over there with uh, Chinese President Xi, two-day visit. And the Chinese said, uh, basically, let me uh, translate. I don't know. Uh, oh, cooperation or conflict. 
Let's either fight or get along, get along and and fight. You think we'd be over there fighting about fentanyl, wouldn't you? Shh, don't bring that up. They own Joe. Don't. They own Hunter. Don't. Don't bring up fentanyl when you go over there. The, you got a lot of people in China making a lot of money and also a lot of people down in Mexico. That's why Joe got, got in there and said, Surge, open up the border, right? Uh, it's just, it's the triangle. China, Mexico, U.S., back China. You see, see that little triangle we got going right there? See that connection? And if he needed it to work, you would have to have an open border, wouldn't you? Oh, look at that. Look how easy that is to figure out, Joe. Zero backbone. Right there shows the Biden administration will do nothing to slow or stop the flow of fentanyl. They're, they're not over there fighting them over it. Not at all. Also, Secretary of State Blinken to show Biden administration sold out to the Chinese said the spy balloon spy thing. It's closed. If China doesn't do it again, we're just going to forget about it. As long as you promise not to do it again, Scorpion, don't don't sting me. Right. Uh, back to uh, outside of America, about 400 miles off the coast there in the Atlantic or the Titanic sank they were going down in the submersible and it ended up a horrible story rear admiral john monger of the coast guard confirmed news no one wanted to hear of what was found near the titanic the debris is consistent with the catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber meaning all five on board the titan have been lost rear admiral monger said the families were immediately notified now comes questions about cause and recovery more must be learned about both but rear admiral monger said about finding bodies this is a incredibly unforgiving uh, environment down there he added that undersea rovers will keep looking and agencies on scene will keep investigating that's a that's a tough job was his name did dirty jobs i I can never think of that uh that tv show it was on cnn mike rowe yeah dirty job boy that going down to the bottom bottom of the ocean where the titanic uh sank and finding dead bodies and i what i know they do robots down there and all of that uh, because humans can't obviously it's very risky the hole imploded they at the office of they are saying the coast guard from the immense pressure from the depths of the water around it there, right? The submersible. They uh, the Their early hours of Sunday morning, they set off for what was supposed to be just a couple uh, hours tour. Sound familiar, right? Uh, underwater for all of that. And then see the Titanic. Over the last few years, they've had quite a few trips that have gone down and returned to the surface. There was actually a, uh, a Mexican actor uh, he had gone down, obviously. Uh, I don't know. Alan Estrada shared details on YouTube about his trip uh, last July. He said this, uh, the submersible's batteries drained quickly and the trip was cut short. He said that the four hours you're supposed to get, they didn't fully fulfill it there because he said it was uh, also a little time there where people got a little bit nervous. Now, we've also heard uh, of uh, all the debris that they discovered down there and they can pretty much uh, piece it together now but the wife of one of the passengers uh the the ceo of the company that i'm going to get to in a moment here stockton rush is his name but his wife is a descendant of two people famous uh who died on the titanic and that that's kind of a strange connection there i guess that's maybe why uh her husband was so into it i've i've yet to find out why the well i guess it's a 
They probably saw the movie in 1997. I, I was in there by... I mean, it's one thing to send instruments down and to watch from a camera up on a boat, you know, with a uh, looking down the way. But to go down, I understand that would be an incredible thing to see. Wow. Uh, Here, but uh, it didn't end up well. An ROV or remote operated vehicle from the vessel Horizon Arctic discovered the tail cone of the Titan submersible approximately 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic on the seafloor. All right. Now, am I going to make this about something about wokeness? How, how could I possibly go in that direction with this, right? You're like, diversity, equity, inclusion. How could I possibly incorporate that into this story? Very easy. The CEO of the company, uh, Stockton Rush there, had a diversity in hiring. He didn't, he didn't want the former military white guys in their 50s to, to work on it, give advice. Uh, listen to what he said here. Uh, yes, I mean, when I started the business, one of the things you'll find, there are other sub-operators out there, but they, they typically um, have uh, gentlemen who are ex-military submariners, and they you'll see a whole bunch of 50-year-old white guys. Um, I wanted our team to be younger, to be inspirational, and I'm not going to inspire a 16-year-old to, to go pursue marine technology. But a 25-year-old, uh, you know, who's a subpilot or a, a platform operator, one of our techs, can be inspirational. And so we've really tried to, to get um, very intelligent, motivated, younger individuals involved because we're doing things that are completely new. We're taking approaches that are used largely in the aerospace industry is related to safety and uh, some of the, the preponderance of checklists, uh, things we do for risk assessments and things like that that are more aviation related than um, ocean related. And we can train people to do that. We can train someone to pilot the sub. We use a game controller um, so anybody can drive the sub. Mm-hmm. That didn't age too well, does it? Now, I feel for their families and they had to know their family members were taking an enormous risk and every time astronauts went up, it was an enormous risk. You know, anytime anybody goes to some unknowns, and uh, but it sounded like he was talking about he didn't want to have those uh, non-inspirational white 50-year-old guys that were former military that knew about submarines and all the checklists. You heard him say it, all the checklists and safety. That applies to the, what do you say, aeronautical industry, uh, not to him. That's, that's kind of sad to hear. But as I have stated, when they got the, no, uh, math is racist, the way they, they, they teach it. Remember the, the racist math thing? All this uh, now no longer doing AP classes, not going to, we're going to make everything equitable. So we can't really have anybody that's way too smart. We don't want to have anybody that's way too dumb. So, so that we don't have dumb people. Forget about the way, way smart people that invent things and cures for diseases and, and all of that. Let's worry about the ones that are, we're just going to say aren't real smart down here. We got to bring everybody up to a level playing field. And I said, when you start to do that, you're going to see in the future, you're going to see bridges fall. Airplanes are going to fall out of the sky. And here you got a, a horrible situation uh, that happened and went down. And you hear the CEO talking about his new wokeness. He's just going to fill in the right proper check marks instead of taking the right person. 
get the person that's the smartest for the job. They declined to have it independently expected. It's known as classing, classing, anything like that. They said it's very common in the industries, and OceanGate stated, no, it could take years. Uh, I know these were very wealthy people that paid these uh, the money to go down here, and their family's obviously wealthy. But uh, from just what we know right now, from what I've just seen about this company in the last 24 hours, you know there's going to be lawsuits coming forward. Look, the California state government, Governor Satan, <laughs> they got a fresh new idea. Ready? Here, here's their idea. Let's throw billions more at the transient zombie drug addicts allowed to fester and defecate on our towns. Brilliant! I wonder why we never thought of spending billions like that before, huh? Great idea, guys. I'll go over some of those numbers next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. I guess the saying, go woke, go broke. I guess if you go woke, you can also uh, end up dying. And that's what seemed to happen here. This Titan, this uh, submersible, the company there, the CEO stating, I mean, these are, these uh, these words don't age too well. Uh, yes, I mean, when I start the business, one of the things you'll find, there are other sub-operators out there, but they, they typically... Um, have uh, gentlemen who are ex-military. Sub- well, sub submarine operators, I would want ex-military. Yeah. And I'd want them to have some experience, just like I like my pilots to have a little gray on the hair. I don't like them to be a 29-year-old hair, Gerald. Uh, whippersnapper, uh, Governor Dipty dude kind of dude up there all thinking he's cool, right? I want a dude that looks, you know, I would, lo- I would want a military person designing, operating, actually being the one driving it. Uh, here submariners and they you'll see a whole bunch of 50 year old white guys um i want our team to be younger to be inspirational inspirational nothing wrong with being inspirational but i'd rather have somebody that does not inspire me at all that knows exactly what they're doing and i'm sure there'll be a lot of looking in investigations into this and uh, you know, we have things in our society that are being affected the exact same way. They don't end up with people, you know, uh, imploding down and uh, under at the bottom of the ocean. But it's a slow death in many arenas like education. Oh, yeah. We've seen it all up in Vallejo at a Safeway. How, how are you going to stop people from shoplifting? Well, you can, I guess, be like the Walgreens guy that, you know shot uh pulled his gun out security guy shot the shoplifter there well we can't do that everywhere and the, the safeway designed uh they're putting these new metal emergency exit gates in front of the entrance they already installed exit bars month ago but now large metal barriers across the closed checkout lanes you know ones that they they kind of started putting carts remember that they because they i always wonder they build 20 checkout lanes and you never see more than three or four open even at thanksgiving the, the day before thanksgiving i go this is the day that you built 24 you only got seven but they have to block those off now uh, and uh, so what they're doing up in Safeway, they uh, emergency exit gates in front of one of the entrance. Uh, an alarm will sound if you try and leave the building. They got security guards, bars everywhere. You got to scan your receipt for the gate to open to exit. And if you don't buy anything, you got to get an employee to come over to let you out. Cause people to move out of this state uh, is what all this is doing. The reasoning why they're having to do this is why people are actually 
skedaddling out. Uh, Gap and AT&T pulled out of downtown San Francisco. Now we, we used to have them like once a month. Then it was once a week. Now it's almost every day now. It feels like you got a new exit out of downtown San Francisco. Tourism down by 16%. 7,000 homeless downtown. Union Square, empty stores, hotels. The Hilton closed down. Couldn't cover the mortgage payments. There was actually a building down there, the flood building. Uh, I'll have to, uh, once they get it uh, under, once the National Guard gets it under control, maybe some year in the future, I'll have to go up and find this building because it sounds very fascinating. It's historic because it was a survivor of the 1906 earthquake. And I guess it was up there close to Union Square because they said it stands largely empty. Gap was in that building and every other business in the property, with the exceptions of Doc Martin and Urban Outfitters, are still hanging in, still hanging in. You had the Westfield Center closed down. They said the doorways were reeking of urine. Every store staffed by security guards. They're leaving uh, this summer as well. This is... It's, it's really sad, man. You see Walgreens all boarded up, even though they're still open. <laughs> it's not a it's not a good sign. Not not at all. But uh the the homeless people make people get it get away. I just here, man, I was over on Blackstone yesterday at my habit store and uh they didn't have the habit, so I went across to the store for another and I was over there, and I'm like, every north, south, east, and west, I was looking. I'm like, that corner, that corner, that corner. They were homeless. Some of them had a couple more than, you know, one or two. It's now everywhere, and it's growing. Uh, Newsom is joining up. He's got a plan to fund a million, multi-billion dollar overhaul, the state's mental health care system. We'll get them off the streets. We'll make sure that they don't do their substance abuse. And uh, I guess we moved on from the room key, maybe didn't. That, that wasn't the cure. Give them, give them a place. That, here's a room key. Oh, that didn't make them stop doing drugs and it cured their mental diseases, right? Newsom announced two bills that are going to add treatment beds for homeless people struggling with mental illness and substance abuse and would pay the, the changes with a $4.6 billion bond that we're going to consider during the upcoming spring primary election coming up March 5th of next year. So they got a number on this. They go, there's 10,000 Californians struggling with serious mental illnesses or substance abuse each year. We, we, got, we, got, the, we got the worst in the nation. We got the worst transient drug addict problem in the nation. Can you imagine that? A state that uh, for 20 years has been handing out clean syringes and setting up shoot-up sites. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a, a state that if they arrest you for drugs, they, they let you back out? How would you end up having the worst problem in the country? I don't see how that how that pencils out there. I don't know, but we know a UC San Francisco study of the homeless crisis was released. They said about a third of California's 40 million people live in poverty or near poverty. A third. Hey, that's what happens in socialist countries, but it keeps increasing and increasing and increasing until it's 5% are at the top and 95% live in poverty or near poverty. See, because that number keeps going up. This is not a this is not an overnight revolution. I guess as revolutions go, these this is a slow motion revolution. Right now we're at a third in California, right? This uh San Francisco study found UCSF found that 
homelessness leads to or exacerbates alcohol or drug dependence. Really? Wow. Way to go, UC San Francisco. Way to way to study it. You found out really? Living on the streets leads to alcohol or drug dependence? Hmm. Okay. Mental health problems and violence? Yeah. It said it indicates that if victims need more than just roofs over their head. All right. They, they've come to it. They've come to a decision. A room key doesn't cut it, you're saying. The study leads researcher said something goes wrong and then everything else falls apart. What is what does that mean? Like they got everything going and then suddenly they don't get a form filled out right. What what happens? I I don't it, it's called life. We all deal with that. Things always go wrong. But we have to tell them, hey, you're not allowed to continually fall apart and end up laying on the sidewalk defecating. Get up. Knock it off. Play by the rules. You want a room key? You're working all day. The bus is here at 7. If you're not here, we're putting you in jail. And you're going to shave. And you're going to stop smacking when you eat your food. We're going to teach you to live right. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take some kind of drill sergeant to get out there. And that's that's compassion, guys. That's actually showing love and compassion. Not this, we're going to coddle you and make an industry out of you so that I can have a business card that says I help people like you and I got to keep this going or I'm at work. Kick them out. Newsom saying he's going to unpack it all by throwing more billions and billions and billions of dollars at it. This is a, this lead study uh, found out here, the author of it said, this is a problem of the toxic combination of deep poverty and high housing costs. We're a state like every other state in the country has a lot of very poor people and we just don't have the housing for them. No, no, that's not the problem. No, we flood poor illegals in. Do we ever factor that in? Do we ever factor the poverty problem in that we welcome in people that I'm going to guess didn't have a really good job where they were leaving or they wouldn't have left? It changes things, man. It makes it harder for low-income U.S. citizens to make a living. That's how you keep a third of California in poverty or near poverty. Right there. Why don't you start with just that? Illegals cost California $28 billion a year. And it's never discussed. Even when a, a a budget deficit that eclipses that by a few billions is out in front of everybody, we don't go, hmm, how could we maybe cut spending? Well, this would be one glaring thing that we could do, right? No, no. The state's focused on 16 people, uh, illegal aliens on a flight from Florida and 12 illegal aliens on a flight from, from Florida. Oh, yeah. They want to file lawsuits over that. They're doing investigations. Well, they allow millions in. They encourage millions in. It's all theater, man. It's just all theater. <sighs> I'm going to come back here and I'm going to give you a little update. I know we're in fire season, but we haven't had any real big ones yet. The hot spots here and there are around, right? I'm sure some uh, electric vehicles have been catching fire, but I'll give you an update on the man they arrested for starting the Mariposa fire. There's more to it. I'll tell you next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. In case you missed it, following it, those five men that were down in the submersible, uh, the Coast Guard announcing that it did implode and they've uh, 
trying to possibly be able to see if they can rescue bodies. The pilot and passengers in that submersible uh, died in an instant. Seems to be an all-at-once communication uh, stop. They had two different forms of communication. One of them was uh, from texting, and one for what was a ping that was admitted by the craft itself. That uh, communication just stopped abruptly, uh, and there really wasn't any follow-up. We had uh, some reports of uh, sound, what was described as a banging noise, could never be confirmed, uh, picked up by all the sophisticated technology, and a lot of the experts saying that the noise simply could have come from something else. And what we're seeing now is that that wasn't uh, necessarily good information. It sounds like they, um, uh, the catastrophic failure happened at some point, and there's every indication that it happened at that moment they lost communication. Yeah, you think of the family yesterday all excited, like they heard uh, you know, a noise, a banging sound, and they would have thought possibly they were still alive. But nah, that's not, not the case. And to a story there. Uh, ABC30.com said a 71-year-old man was arrested for allegedly starting the Oat Fire in Mariposa. This was out last week. Of course, the Mariposa fire was back in July of last year. So we were, yeah, just a few days away here from uh, uh, smoke everywhere. Just law enforcement took Edward Frederick Wackerman into custody on Friday with charges including suspicion of aggravated arson, arson that causes great bodily injury and arson causing damage or destruction of inhabited structures. That fire burned nearly 20,000 acres, destroyed 127 homes, 66 outbuildings out there. Nobody lost their lives in this one, but uh, he's been arrested on this. The Washington Free Beacon is now reporting that this man, Edward Frederick Wackerman of Mariposa, uh, that's a suspect of starting this fire up there is actually uh, donated to several Democrats in the past. He's politically uh, uh, active. He's donated $1,775 to Democrat candidates and committees since 2020, included a $1,000 donation to Tim Ryan's failed U.S. Senate campaign in 2022, $400 to the Lincoln Project. Oh, my. Uh, now, we know that Democrats in California squawking from Governor Dipty Doo Satan all the way down, right? The idea that wildfires are caused by what? Together? Come on, Greta. Climate change. Now, there have been those that have stated that maybe this gentleman wanted to give him a hand in this, right? Maybe he heard, maybe he heard Alex Padilla uh, or read Alex Padilla on Twitter right when it was happening. Here's what Alex Padilla read. Worsening droughts of severe weather will only continue to put lives and property at risk from wildfire if we don't take climate action now. Al Gore, the droughts and fires hitting us so hard, it's climate change. Now, I will say maybe pretty highly unlikely that he was maybe trying to help Democrats prove that. More likely, he's uh, he just likes to watch the world burn, right? Uh, maybe he was in the back of his head, right? It's propaganda. Maybe he wanted to encourage it along a little bit, possibly. Again, all speculation, all speculation. Washington Free Beacon are reporting these, these donations, political donations. Hey, you know that they would have been like, what? A, really? It's a deplorable, a deplorable start of that fire? You know they'd be doing that all day long. But there once was a time in America, back in the day day, in the 1900s, where climate and weather were two totally different subjects. It, it shouldn't be a political discussion. It should be a scientific debate. That's what weather and climate is, just like the experimental mRNA injection. That should not have been political. That's scientific. We'll talk more about that coming up next here. 
think the real reason there's such a thing as a liberal talk show, talk radio show, can you imagine the excuses and rewriting of history they'd be having to do trying to attempt like they weren't on the wrong side of history three hours a day, five days a week for three years, everything that they would say during that time? No, they get to sit in their uh, sterile one-hour scripted TV studios and pump out the misinformation. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tear it up again next. I'm in the mood. Let's do it. Hypocrisy. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.